Do you ever lift your head up from your phone, look around, and think to yourself, my God, everything is weird. Well, we do a lot. This is the Observation Station, a unique, entertaining, and hilarious podcast. If we observe it, we talk about it. Anything and everything. Anything and everything. Let's get weird and let's have some fun. This is the Observation Station. And now your host, Tommy Heights. Well, welcome, welcome back. How you guys doing here? We got another great episode about coffee culture. So let's get into it here, fellas. I know that a lot of people here are Starbucks drinkers in the morning. They like their chai. Some people just like the dark coffee at uh, 7-Eleven. No one cares really what they're drinking in the morning as long as it gets them going. But some people actually have it where one is better than the other and there's no argument. So let's get into this episode. So couple of things here is uh, we're going to be diving into the world of coffee, not just any coffee, but the fascinating divide between luxury and budget coffee drinkers. So let's explore the differences, shall we? So first off, luxury coffee drinkers. I mean, these folks are the haughty couture of the coffee world. They would, wouldn't be caught dead with a cup of coffee that doesn't have at least three adjectives in its name, you know, the type of a... Uh, Single origin, shade grown, hand picked, ethically sourced, artisanally roasted, French pressed, Ethiopian blend. So, you know that shit that they hold up the whole line. You know, no one even knows what's what's going on here. You know, <laughs> I mean, they can tell you the life story of the coffee being from the moment it sprouted in the soil to the second it was ground into their cup. And uh, their coffee machine. These people, they don't, a lot of them, when I ask them, I said, look, because I did a lot of advising with finance, and some people are spending like $300 a month at Starbucks or any other or whatever it is, coffee places, when they're spending five bucks on the coffee, three, four bucks on a pastry, then they tip the worker. Sometimes they even go twice a day. I don't even know how that's possible. Where they're like, you know what, I'm just going to go back and just get some cake pops and whatnot and spend another $8 where they've already spent $16, 20 at Starbucks. And it's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. What, what is it here that you're doing that, uh, look, you're coming to Starbucks for convenience. A lot of these people say, I don't have that fancy coffee machine at home. Well, I mean, you can kind of buy it on Amazon for one month's worth of what you spend then just buy whatever it is that they make with their the, the beans and whatnot and just make it at home and put some of the flavoring. Everything's on the internet, actually, how they make those things. So, I mean, the, like the, the machine that they have there at Starbucks is more complicated than the control panel of a space shuttle by the looks of it. But don't get me started on the latte art. If their uh, morning cup doesn't feature a perfectly went, rendered a uh, swan or a detailed map of the Milky Way, their day's ruined. So that's your luxury coffee drinkers here. On the other side of the spectrum, we got our budget coffee drinkers. 
Now, these are ready-to-wear folks of the coffee world. You know, they're not about the frills and the fuss. They want the coffee strong, hot, and capable of walking or waking the dead. So they're not even concerned with where the coffee came from as long as it ends up in their cup. You know, <laughs> um, so you know their coffee might be pre-ground, vacuum-sealed, best before next millennium, just add boiling water, the Folger stuff. And you know what? They love it. So, and their coffee machine, it's got one button and it's called on. <laughs> and for the latte art and a few bubbles on the top of their brew, maybe is, is the, is artistic as it gets. I mean, look, they want to have it where people start making fun of people uh, since they go to uh, the gas station to get their coffee. You know how I get my coffee for free at the office. A lot of times, people just add a bunch of sugar and the cream and stuff. It's it's good coffee at that point when you just kind of dope it up the way you want it to be. At the point where people are having spent $300 a month times 12, I mean, it's amazing how people go, oh, I don't have any money at the end of the month. Well, look what the hell you're spending on here. I mean, it's amazing. I mean, you should have stock in the corporation the way that you're coming around here swiping the credit card. And looking now here, they say that the points expire. I was getting a notification. I don't really go as much anymore to Starbucks because, in my honesty, the whole place has kind of gone downhill in taste. Sometimes I actually go there if I'm in a a pinch, if I'm at the mall. Sometimes they may not even have a coffee place that I know about. And a lot of times for Starbucks, I'll have my uh, card preloaded with money on there. That way, it's just easy to, you know, when you, you go there, you just tap it on the, um, the the code thing or whatever it is to just tap to pay. Very simple. That way, I'm not having any fuss. Or you just order ahead on your app and just wa- walk up to the thing and then your drink's already ready. It's kind of a convenient thing. But a lot of times, I don't like using Starbucks because I think it's overpriced. Though, when I get my free drink on my birthday... I remind myself exactly why don't go to Starbucks for the price. Now, the taste, it's pretty good when you actually add a bunch of different shots of this, that, and the other. I mean, it's your free coffee drink. I mean, you could even make that thing like 12, 13 bucks for a, a macchiato by adding like four shots of coconut milk or whatever it is in there, three shots of espresso. It's your birthday drink. I've actually never pushed the limit of how much you could get for the birthday drink at Starbucks. But uh, anyways, though... I mean, some facts on just having it as a Americans and not necessarily the whole world as a whole, because I'm just speaking out our country. So according to the study of National Coffee Association, 62% of Americans drink coffee every single day. And the same study found that the average coffee drinker consumes just over three cups a day. I doubt it. Nowadays, people are just drinking this stuff like it's water. Especially, I like to have it where after a nice meal, an espresso with some brown sugar. That is the best way to end a meal. It's a great cap to a nice Italian... You have have your pasta, uh, some of the burrata... And uh, maybe a little a little creme brulee, just just to have a little creme brulee, just to kind of get the palate with that sweet taste to it, because you don't want to go from straight from pasta, 
and uh, to an espresso, it just doesn't it doesn't mend well. You you can start off with maybe a, a little burrata, some mozzarella, and uh, have it where you you bruschetta. I think that's I'm trying. I don't think it's bruschetta. It's bruschetta. Now I might be wrong, but you know, it's like it's a clock. It's right two times out of the day. So fifty uh, fifty shot here. But uh, depending on who you talk to, so. But with a cappuccino, I learned that with a cappuccino, even though I love cappuccinos, and at the end of the day, I can drink whenever I want. At the you know, this is a free country. Technically, if you want to be Italian and in the United States, you can't drink a cappuccino past twelve. I understand. Look, it's like people that say you can't wait wear white after Labor Day or something like that. I don't know. You drink what you want to drink. I like to have a cappuccino because there's a little bit more coffee to drink instead of a little espresso. It's just kind of an American thing. It's like you want to have more bigger is better kind of thing. It's just me personally. And the big thing nowadays here, especially when you're going to have the like frappuccinos and the iced coffee, a lot of time I like to say low ice. Because all these people do is they just jam a whole bunch of ice in there and you're losing a lot of uh, square, like uh, you're losing a lot of space for the drink. So if you order it on your app, you could even say low ice and all this stuff. If you really want to get really nitpicky, that way you get more of a drink at the at the Starbucks or any of the other apps that can you can customize your drinks. Believe it or not. Uh, I don't know on Amazon if you can buy the syrups, but I actually walked up to a Starbucks and said, are these syrups, can you actually buy the, the same ones that they use the pumps in the back? They sell those things. I mean, you could walk up and say, can I have a vanilla one? A pa, 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 pa. Honestly, if you go onto the app, because it's not like these people are barista connoisseurs. I mean, look, it's a guy named Fred in the back there whipping up your macchiato. Don't think this is some artisanal thing at Starbucks. If you're in some cafe in Italy, I can think that most likely will be artisanal. This over here has to be, it has to be kind of a consistent experience, if you know what I'm trying to say. So it has to be very easy across the board to be replicated. So if you go onto the Starbucks app itself, I was looking to say, Say you like a cafe americano. We'll just say whatever, and it's a a law a venti or oh yeah, when I say a large whoa, a venti or something like that. When you go on there, it will show you the recipe breakdown because if you want to customize it, say for instance, like I said, you like a cafe americano. Not mind you, I don't have the recipe list. I'm butchering it right now, but just go with me on the way that it would be broken down. So it's say like two two shots of vanilla flavoring. One shot of coconut milk, one shot of uh, something, something, two pumps of something here. I, I, I'm just saying a bunch of things, but it literally gives the amount of pumps of everything because it has to be where all those pumps are kind of inter- interchangeable between different coffees. So that way they don't have to have a three trillion different flavors. This isn't some like Walmart of different flavors. It has to be where like if you're making a cafe Americano, okay, well then if you're making a macchiato just has one less or one more additional ingredient. So from there, it'd be a lot cheaper at home getting the machine, making your own uh, coffee, having it where you can pump all those different things into your coffee. You're good to go. I actually did it myself, bought like the vanilla syrup or something like that. It tasted almost exactly like the Starbucks. 
because they're, they're really just pumping a whole lot of different artificial flavors because a lot of people don't want to have it where they drink the black coffee. Everything is flavor now. So that's what you're really paying for is all the markup. You got to pay for the overhead of the joint. I mean, the, the place who knows what the rent is nowadays in these Starbucks. I mean, you go over all the different costs of having employees, liabilities, lights. I can understand why this coffee is costing so much, but at what point is someone like, is this worth like 20 bucks for a cup of coffee? We've gone through pretty much like years and years worth of inflation since 2020. It's three years, but the amount of inflation should have been something like, I was reading, and you can't quote me on this, but they said it was just like about 10 years uh, of inflation uh, in the past few years, you know? So the whole thing is that despite anything that's lowering in the economy, I can't see coffee being made at least at home ever slowing down. That is an everlasting business. And a couple more just uh, facts here I have pulled up. Because I wanted to be a little bit more factual so that I'm not just talking, talking, talking without any backup to what I'm saying here. So research suggests that the smell of coffee alone may help you wake up due to a protein in the brain that is influenced by the aroma of coffee. I get that. Definitely if you walk into a cafe in the morning, it has this just nice aroma of the cafe bean just... Very nice roasted beans. Very good. Uh, And despite the popular belief, dark roast coffees actually have less caffeine than lighter roasts. The longer a coffee is roasted, the more caffeine gets burned off. All right. So let's see here. Well, I mean, look, if you're a coffee drinker, do what makes you feel happy and what you like. If you like to have that... 79 cent 7-Eleven special, that's you. If you want to have the $4.50 queen of taking your money in the morning, Miss Starbuckaroos, you, you go through that drive-thru and wait for your 20 cars to get what you need in the morning to get your, uh, how uh, Joe Rogan says, caffeinated and motivated. So, all right, well, that's going to wrap up this episode right here. The next episode is going to be the rise of comedy, so stand-up comedy here in the digital age. So the rise of stand-up comedy in the digital age as we see it now. Things are changing. As I was mentioning past episodes about there's different artificial intelligence, so maybe we'll have joke writers that are computer robots that are funnier than actual humans writing down jokes. Who knows? So... I'm thinking about trying to do some open mics out there, get out and get heckled a couple times so I can be online and be that guy that uh, just worked through it. So, all right. Well, look, you guys have a wonderful day. Never forget, keep a smile for a while. Nobody's going to tell you what to do except your own mind. Your brain is insane. I don't know. I was just trying to rhyme there. So, all right, guys, you have a great one and glad to have you back for another episode. Can't wait to have you back for the next one. Take it easy, everybody. You've been listening to the Observation Station. We find everyday life and everyday situations hilarious. We hope you've enjoyed the show. We know we had a blast. Make sure to like, rate, and review. And be sure to tell a friend about the show. That would help too. See you next time on the Observation Station.